Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. The World Jewish Congress National Directors Forum, which, con- which was concluded in Cape Town earlier this week, focused on core issues facing global Jewry, from anti-Semitism, anti-Zionism, to strengthening cooperation between diaspora Jewry, uh, community. The conference is also an opportunity for us to introduce our own community, its history, structure, and current activities to our international colleagues. Wendy Kahn and Peter Bertheim were two of those who participated, and they join me now to tell me more. Welcome. Thank Thank you, you. Cherise. Wendy, how useful are gatherings such as these? Well, as we say every time, what happens um, around the lunch table or the coffee station is the most useful. Um, the sessions are, are interesting and nice, but the opportunity to meet and engage with our counterparts from around the world is what's really important. And I think we've seen that, uh, you know, certainly I think I've consulted with you, Peter, on, on specific issues that have arisen here to get um, insights from Australia. I've certainly um, interacted with our, co- our counterpart from the UK where there's often we have situations for example like university exams from British universities and she's assisted us with with situations so it's very very important that we are sharing experiences, sharing best practice um, and and really getting to see how things are done in other countries Wendy this is also an opportunity for us to showcase our own community and our vibrant country what were the kinds of things that delegates did? I'll tell you and then Peter will give you his, his thoughts on that. Um, we really wanted, to, our feeling was the last four, three, three sessions have been in Europe. And that's really nice, but it's really cold. <laughs> I mean, to go to Europe in, in <gasps> November is ridiculous. Um, so from a very practical level, I thought Cape Town would be fantastic or South Africa would be fantastic. But also we've got a lot of learning here. We certainly, this is the source of the BDS movement internationally, as we know. And we've really got a lot of experience in combating BDS, BDS in dealing with BDS. Um, and we were able to share with them some of those insights right here in South Africa with people people who are dealing with the, with the, the, the issue. And um, we also were able to share so much about our history in, 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 in apartheid and, and our very painful past. Um, we had a session on Saturday afternoon where L.B. Sachs and Johnny Copeland and Harris came and they shared their memories of Mandela. But it wasn't just about a Mandela. It was also sharing um, the lessons from our very painful past in South Africa. Um, I think another for me highlight was visiting with two visits that we did on Tuesday where we went to Hertzlia High and, and shared, um, ed- Jewish education in South Africa. And I think we're one of the unique countries where over 85% of our learners are in Jewish schools. And that is obviously fantastic in terms of Jewish and Zionist education, but it also has its challenges. And we met learners from Herzliya who were able to share their experiences and, and their thoughts and insights. And it was quite a, quite an interesting session. Um, and then the, uh, the second visit was we went to Umfaleni, which is Africa Tikkun's outreach project, um, in that, in, in near, near Cape Town. Um, and very inspiring to see what this Jewish community does in terms of uplifting disadvantaged communities around us. Peter, is this your first visit to South Africa? This is my first visit to South Africa. And, uh, yes, I would second everything that uh, Wendy has just said. It was most impressive from, from the point of view of an outsider like me. 
uh, to come not here. Not a total outsider. Not a, no, I <laughs> mean, we do. You're a southern neighbour, as you point indeed, out. Indeed, <laughs> and we do have our share of South Africans in Australia, as, uh, as everyone knows. So, uh, in many ways, it felt a lot like home. Uh, the climate's the same. And uh, the ambience, uh, the general ambience of, the, of Cape Town is very familiar. Uh, but in other ways, it's very different too. And uh, there are aspects of, of South Africa that uh, an Australian would find very confronting, such as the shanty towns. So going to the project Africa Tikkun was a real eye-opener and uh, I just can't sing the praises highly enough of those who initiated that project mm-hmm. and got it up and running. It's a... It's a fantastic project. Uh, There's other aspects of South Africa that are quite different to Australia and, uh, you know, a bit of a culture shock. (laughs) But uh, uh, overall, uh, I was most impressed by the standards in every way of the Jewish community in South Africa uh, in terms of their schools, their outreach projects, uh, their political work, uh, uh, their advocacy for the Jewish community, uh, the quality of Jewish education in South Africa uh, really is world class. It's uh, it's something we could do well to emulate in some respects in Australia, and we do try to. But I think uh, you, you've got it just about right. We still have some way to go. Um, my question to both of you is: you know, you, you share we share South Africa and Australia, obviously a lot of similarities, whereas there were a lot of smaller countries there uh, which have different. Identities, different problems. I mean, I just think of Luxembourg and Latvia and Estonia, and uh, what were the, what were the kinds of issues that came to the fore? I think one of the issues that we don't deal with here that is really causing a lot of pain, certainly to the communities in Belgium and um, Hungary, is the threat on religious practice. Things like Brit Milah, Shrita, that we really take for granted in South Africa. And I think what's interesting in South Africa is that a lot of those practices are very similar to many of the African religions in our country. Um, but it's, they are going through a lot of stress in terms of those issues. very hard to be um, to live in a country where you can't practice Brit Milah, for example. Um, so that, that's one of the issues. The smaller communities really have their priority, the, the situation that's most difficult for them is security. Um, and a lot of these communities are struggling to be able to afford to protect their installations, and, and the World Jewish Congress has been very, very instrumental in terms of assisting them with that. Um, I think um, anti-Semitism, obviously. Uh, but yeah. it's universal, unfortunately. And uh, it's interesting to swap notes, as we do, about recent developments uh, in that area because, in some respects, it's very much the same all over the world, but in other respects, it's different. It's, uh, you know, anti-Semitism is a bit of a shape-shifter. Uh, it can adapt. It's protein in nature. And uh, there are variations from country to country. And sometimes... Learning about those variations can be quite an insight uh, mm-hmm. and can be quite useful in terms of uh, what one has to do in one's own community. So that was just a, a small sample of uh, some of the benefits of this. But Wendy's right about the smaller communities. They really do struggle with security. And the World Jewish Congress is uh, throwing a lot of resources into that to assist them. Uh, and we're also looking at developing an online advocacy resource for smaller communities who can't afford to uh, 
do the research and uh, and have authoritative material available to uh, to deal with uh, some of the polemical and other attacks on Jewish communities and on Israel, which we all face. And uh, we spent some time in a workshop uh, developing uh, the concept, and it's now more than a concept. It's now up and running. It's uh, it's a matter of uh, implementing the, the right quality controls and other controls to make sure that it will work the way it's intended to work. So there are real practical outcomes from Very. this conference. I mean, one of the other sessions was on cyber hate, one of the breakaway groups. And, I mean, we've discussed cyber hate extensively. And we come from an environment where it's very – we don't have the kind of uh, social media service providers in our country. And we were very reliant on organizations like the World Jewish Congress, like the Anti-Defamation League, to assist us in addressing our issues. Um, so that was important. And also for me, was something that was of interest. We, for us, BDS is such a big challenge for us in South Africa. We get threatened regularly. We get intimidated. The hate speech is coming out regularly. Um, but then you'll find communities, particularly Eastern European, mm. Russian, they've never even heard. Mm. What, sorry, what is BDS? Mm. It's, it's, it's very interesting how it hasn't even touched so many countries Um you know, and and here it's such a big a big issue. Wendy, the conference w- uh, had a bit of glitter and glamour to it as well. It wasn't is, completely. Is, is, this the, is this the social, <laughs> social page? Uh, do you want to share some of the kind of glamour? The glamour. So we did lots and lots of entertainment from the Cape Minstrels to the um, to the Marimba bands to Three Tons of Fun. We really also, it shouldn't be um, thought that we sat in dry, boring sessions all day and all night. Um, we had two very special evenings. One of them was at Premier Helen Ziller's residence, Leonhof. Um, and it was just one of the most magnificent evenings with the sun setting over Table Mountain um, and the, Mar- the Marimba band busy playing and um, our delegates just having an amazing time and meeting um, in, in this lovely – that was the opening ceremony. Um, and then the gala dinner that we had, which for me was really quite a profound evening because not only did we have the leadership from around the world, Jewish leadership from around the world, we had – our communal leadership. And then we had parliamentarians, we had ministers, we had uh, portfolio committee chairs, we had chief whips from portfolio committees, we had leaders of all the main opposition parties. We had, um, I'm trying, diplomats from different countries, um, Premier Zilla, really a broad range. And what were uh, professionals, academics, and what was extraordinary was to see the interaction between all these parties because where else would you, and where else would you see that? It really was an evening of connections and an evening of conversations and an evening of engagements that I certainly haven't seen for very long. Um, you know, the, when the three tons of fun were playing and everybody well, do you want to just explain the what the three, the three, three tons, tons of fun, fun are the most wonderful three divas, um, who really performed and got everybody up and dancing and having a really fabulous time. Um, but again, you know, there you have Joan Fubbs, who's the chairperson of the Portfolio Committee on Trade and Industry, dancing with Tara Lakota, dancing with 
all of uh, you know all the different leadership um and everybody was really premier zilla grabbing the me- the microphone to sing along with them um just really also a, a good good party um on a more serious note we also had um um Turkey Sehwale, who is um on fifa and today is actually a very big day. Um, he will be, um, he has been very instrumental in terms of resolving the issue around the Palestinian and Israeli soccer players. They, you know, they're trying to get, um, there's been calls for, um, Israel to be kicked out of FIFA. And today there is a very, very important meeting in Calcutta in India. Um, and he addressed our group and shared some of his experiences with working both with the Israelis and the Palestinians. And how was the message received, Peter? I, th- I think uh, it left us wondering a little bit. I mean, uh, we uh, uh, would have liked something a little bit more definitive. I, I think we all agree from uh, Mr. Siswale, but... Uh, uh, look, uh, time will tell, and uh, I think uh, he's a. Uh, it struck me he's a very fine man, and to have someone like that sit in jail for for many years, uh, really, um, as an ex-lawyer, I, I found that extremely hard to deal with. Um, you know, this man is obviously not a criminal. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and uh, uh, I think he also walks a fine line, wanting to bridge the gap between. Two sides that are very far apart still in a, a long-running conflict. Uh, personally, I found it uh, a little confronting when he talked about his friends in Hamas. Um, but uh, from his perspective, I suppose he has to do that because uh, he wants to keep everyone engaged and uh, there is perhaps some value in that. Uh, but from an Australian perspective, it's not something we could ever accept. Yeah. Uh, and I, uh, again, it was an insight into just how different the situation here is in I, South Africa. I think we should just mention that he spoke in that context. He spoke about his friends from Israel mm. and his friends from from the Palestinian in territories searches. and Hamas. Yeah. Um, and I think that the only way that he is going to be able to mm. um, find a resolution to this is to show mm. that balance. Um, and of course he couldn't give a definitive answer. <laughs> because there is none yet. There is none yet. <laughs> and I think he didn't want to jeopardize any of the discussions that are happening today in, in India. Yeah, that's probably right. I, I guess, uh, look, these sorts of things are always a matter of what signals you want to drop. <laughs> and I was hoping for something. Perhaps, maybe I was just being too optimistic. <laughs> Welcome to South Africa. <laughs> but perhaps on a lighter note, Peter, um, I, I know in my, own social social circle when Jews come together we talk quite a bit about food did that topic come up at all during the conference constantly <laughs> there was so much of it and it was such, of such high quality uh, people were you know eating food you know, morning noon and evening it was uh, uh, it, I, I think we all ended up putting on kilos of uh, extra weight and uh, I know that I'll be going on a an extra stringent diet when I get back to Australia. It's part of the conference package. Is <laughs> <laughs> a, a way less option. Well, I, 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 part I, of the we included a little bit of nuts on the side, maybe yeah, some yeah. South African dried I, fruit. I, I would have liked a little less of the package around my waistline, but uh, <laughs> hopefully I'll deal with that this summer. When we're going to say goodbye to you in a minute or so, I just wondered if you had any kind of last thoughts, last comments about the conference, and also where you'll be meeting again. Yeah, I think for me. Um, what I've left it with is I was able to see South Africa through the eyes of, of other world leaders 
and it was a beautiful picture. I think that we had the most, certainly at our closing ceremony, the most wonderful, wonderful feedback about our country and our community. And, uh, you know, we, t- we, we so, unfortunately there's a, and there, there's a good reason for us to be negative. There's lots going on in our country, whether it be the corruption or the economy or the BDS or whatever it might be, downgrades. Um, but we forget what our community is actually about and we forget the richness and the, um, the dynamism of the community. I mean, people made comments about, um, that this is a, somebody says this is a model community. Um, there was, um, one of our, one of the members of the WJC said he'd been to a minyan every day in, in Cape Town, different shul. And he said he's so used to walking into shuls and seeing 90 year old men sitting there. And he said there were such young people. And he said that's a tribute to the education system in the country. Um, and uh, just people talking about the Kashrut facilities and talking about the wonderful Rabbon. And we met unbelievable Rabbon while we were there. And um, I just, it, it gave me a little bit of a wake up call because I think we're just taking so much for granted in this country and we need to appreciate what we do have. Well, thank you, Wendy, for coming in and sharing. Thank and you. Uh, thank you for representing South Africa so well. And, thank and, you, Sharice. And, and I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs>